Antoinette Fry said, quote, I am in awe of flowers, not because of their colors, but because even though they have dirt in their roots, they still grow. They still bloom, end quote. You know, as beautiful as flowers are, each one of them needs dirt to grow. And the reality is that it's through the death of a seed that germinates that creates that wondrous creation of a flower in its fullness and bloom. If we are going to survive and then start to thrive, my friends, it will be because we have made a decision to get planted and start putting our roots down in this very different place in life. And eventually, we will bloom. Differently, yes, but no less importantly or valued. Yes, right in the dirt in which we have found ourselves. And this lesson is called Bloom, Where You Are Planted. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Thank God for that promise. So the first thing to decide is this. I will become something new because the Lord is with me. You see, we who serve the Lord and have Jesus in our lives know that he can take anything that's given to him and make something new out of it. And this includes your own personal life. My beloved husband was sick for 16 months before he left for heaven. And in that short space of time, there was no time to do anything, really, but take care of him. As he declined rapidly, my thoughts also declined with his. It was hard to plan or do anything or even just think the unthinkable. If what would I do if he left? I just tried to keep him supported and encouraged and pain-free as much as I could. It was all that I could do to just focus on that. And when he was finally pain-free and at home, I had this huge sense of relief that the terrible, awful battle was finally over and he was free of the whole thing. And afterwards, life for me was like looking at a yard that had once been a beautiful landscaped area to enjoy, but now was jumbled up, torn up, Dirt piles everywhere, broken branches and bare roots in the sun. Nothing was in order, I felt like. All was destroyed. Yet the yard remained. A mess for sure, but it was still there. And it was mine to somehow figure out how to take care of. It was hard to know what to do. That was as soon as I could get any energy to do anything. 
It seemed my life was a real mess of destroyed hopes and dreams we'd had for our next season together. Instead, the unthinkable happened, and he had ascended to paradise where all things were perfect, and I was still here, now surrounded by the chaos I'd been in for 16 months. Yes, it was a challenge even to breathe at first, to be honest with you. But then I would think about it and I would ask myself this question, do I want him to come back here? It was always a solid no in my heart. Because now he was finally well and whole and happy with the Lord. What he had worked for his entire life, he now had being face-to-face with his Lord and Savior, Jesus. So, no, coming back to this messed-up world was not the answer. I had to let him rest. Let him go high on that mountain, for his work on earth was done. And I, somehow I needed to stay attached to my own life and somehow understand and accept that my life had drastically changed and figure out how to move forward with purpose again. I read a statement that made me start to think about my own destiny, and surely there is one because Jeremiah 29, 11 says it, as you well know. I know the thoughts I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. That word says you. It doesn't say the loved one that you are missing. It says to give you a hope. So first thing I needed to do, I needed to accept the fact that God knew this was going to happen in my life and that he already had a plan for it. That was the first thing I had to make my mind up about. Decide that God did have a plan for my life and still does. My husband may have been gone, but God was certainly not gone. He's ever-present no matter what has happened in life. And he would guide me to the next season of life through his own plans for me. Looking back at all the experiences in life that God had brought me through, deep down inside, I knew some way, somehow, that he would take care of me in this too. Yes, these are the moments which mark our lives in human ways that are unforgettable. Yet one thing is forever established that does not change when we know the Lord, and that is God. He is not a moment that changed everything. Rather, he is the one who is in charge of all things in our life. I did not need to be afraid of the before and after effects of life after Greg's death. The moments that change our lives are still held in God's hands, and He does all things well. Just sometimes it's so far ahead of us, we cannot see the good in it sometimes. Psalms 27 1 shows us that when the Lord is our light and salvation, we need not fear anything that life puts us through. Let me read it for you. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. 
of whom shall I be afraid? Understanding the plan isn't always seen clearly in the beginning of a new season. But as you take steps day by day, you can slowly see that the first steps forward can become a new routine. Then that new routine becomes comfortable and then feels normal and then accepted in life. The same is true with the direction that you are taking forward. Trust that God is leading you a little at a time every day. Sometimes it feels like steps backwards. That's okay. The way we learn is often by practice or repetition. When you feel better, just begin again to take baby steps forward again. So first thing is to decide that God is still in charge of your personal life. Then secondly, look around and see where you are at in life. No one is going to be able to fix this in your life except God. He can turn things around and cause good to come even from this experience. I love this quote from B. Lee. It's amazing and it says it all. Quote, and as she fell apart, her shattered pieces began to bloom, blossoming until she became herself exactly as she was meant to be. End quote. Those words, exactly as she was meant to be, strikes a deep chord that resonates in my heart. So we thought our life was going to turn out one way, but actually, there was more to the complete story than we thought. Accepting that there is more to come is a part of the small steps we must take forward in our lives. Remember these two statements. Number one, God is still in charge of my life, even in my loss. Number two, there's more to my story than I ever thought. These two principles can help you settle your heart and mind in the new place in life. So where are you at? What is the soil that you're in right now? If we are the plant that is to grow and bloom again, where and what is the soil that our roots are clinging to? Soil is important to growing any kind of plant. A good soil makes a plant flourish, but bad soil makes it struggle. Psalms 92.13 says, Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. So, yes, we are planted in the house of the Lord. And finding a good support group in God's kingdom is essential to your healing. That's what GGM is for. Being a support system that is alongside you in friendship and emotional support. Understanding the low moments and the tears at times. You can hear all of these lessons on this podcast the different seasons and ways and places and events, retreats, all of those things can make a difference in our well-being and our recovery from the deep pain of loss. I encourage you to get planted in some good soil 
both in your own church locally, and take steps forward by making a decision to be involved in Grief Guide Ministries. It is good soil to be planted in. You know, everyone wishes that a local church has a ministry for the grieving, but actually it's quite rare to find one. Often individual relationships help carry the hearts of those in loss in a church body, but as an overall church ministry, GGM serves as such. So this podcast is your place to get planted and be involved in. You can flourish in your walk with God in GGM. The Health Sessions has a quote that says, Like a wildflower, you must allow yourself to grow in all the places people thought you never would. You are going to bloom in life by God's design because you are made in his image for a specific purpose. Often those we love think they are helping us by suggesting what we should do now or where we should fit in life. But the seeds that God put within you are the actual plants that will grow with attention. While no plant blooms the day the seed is put in the ground, the seeds of today will certainly become the flowers of tomorrow. Do you have a dream that has not yet been fulfilled? Think of it. If money and different circumstances were not the issue, what would you do? Take a moment and pull out a little courage and write it down. What would I do? And how do I start putting out new leaves and eventually bloom again? Remember that all of the talents and interests that God has given you can grow and blossom with attention. What are the seeds in your heart that you carry forward? What were you doing before this loss hit? Can you write it down? I suggest you do. Clarification happens when we can take our thoughts and put them on paper. When we focus our attention on doing things and being busy, we can find that it soothes our hearts and creates a new place for us to thrive in. Our minds start growing again, and our hearts find new ways to heal. So what do you still have in your life? What is still in your heart? Look and see what you've written down that could still be a part of your life even now. Just like a plant starts growing with the right soil and sunlight and water, so can we. When we find the right place to be planted and God's intentions and your prayers, absolutely anything can take place. Find your spot, put your mind on your own abilities and talents, learn how you can settle in, get stable, and figure out what it is that God still wants to develop in you and through you. For you still have a future and a hope. And the best way to see how all that's going to happen is to just start. Each of us has a story and experience to share from our pasts. But what can help us to actually grow is by hearing 
how others are making steps forward in life. How did they just start? And how can you start again? Think about these next questions and mull them over. And begin to write your own answers down to each one I'm going to ask you. Take your time and thoughtfully allow the words to come to the surface of your mind. It's interesting how our minds will start shaping our lives when we get focused. Number one, put the answer down to this. I'm starting to believe blank. Number two, I'm starting to study blank. Number three, I'm starting to look into blank. I'm starting to get planted in blank. I'm starting to put my roots down in blank. And the last one, I'm planning to bloom in blank. Those questions and your answers can be the starting place. Morgan Harper Nichols is one of my favorite authors and let me share this pure gold nugget that she wrote. I love this statement. Quote, one day you will look back and see that all along you were blooming. All along the moments where you were being stretched, you were actually being strengthened. Even on those restless nights where it did not feel that way, you were still wrapped in grace, glorious, unmerited favor that goes far beyond what you thought you deserved ever reminding you in every season that you are still growing and that you will still bloom. And even though the past has weathered your heart, by grace it stands, no chance at defining who you are, end quote. So from our heart to yours, bloom, darling. Don't forget. It's not over till it's over. Lord, I ask that you would bless and keep the hearer of these words. The plans you have for the lady who's listening to this. For the girl that's struggling to find her way again. I pray, Lord, that you put us in the right soil. The right sunlight will shine on our hearts. The right rain will fall, Lord, that will be refreshing. That you would renew us, Lord. That you would take us to the next place, the next season, the next stage of our lives. That you would be honored, Father. And that you would lift us from the place where we are. Where we feel like all is at lost and nothing will ever happen again that's right. I pray, Lord, for strength and renewed faith and a new clear view of what tomorrow can hold. Thank you for your rest and your encouragement. And thank you, Lord, for the joy of the day. Help us to bloom for your glory. Amen. 